Design Podcast, my two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, on this fine evening, is Trevor Scott. <laughs> yes, I am here. Oh, no, it's Trevor Scott's evil twin. Oh, sorry. I, just, I, Trot. I, I got rid of him. Get out of here, Skiver. Yeah, I'm here too. Yeah, good. I'm Trevor. Uh, no, the big bearded individual. Mm, World destroyer, yes. Darren. Nobody will know what you mean. <laughs> uh, but we have, uh, this is the first time we've recorded since PAX. This may be coming out, probably will be coming out before our PAX episode, but who knows? At least one PAX episode made it out before. One PAX episode is already out, so that's good. Recorded on the show floor. With yes. Stirring all, music in the background. All hail Paul Rudd. Exactly. Yes, our new mascot. Cool son. Our new ma- <laughs> mascot. Whatever. Uh, the God. son's new emissary. I mean, that, that yeah. actually happened. So, before we jump into some regular old click pitch or whatever tonight, uh, I did want to bring something to the table. This just sort of came out of a, a conversation I was having with my wife about uh, some potential <laughs> work that is going on uh, around using VR to teach childcare workers. And my mind kind of went to some weird places. Mm-hmm. Around that, so I thought maybe we'd bitstorm it up and yeah. see what sort of weird and, and wonderful ideas we could have for that sort of topic. Yeah. So my wife has just gone through um, her childcare diploma, uh, so yes. I'm rather well versed in what is a what is actually there in in the course. Mm. What you actually kind of need to need to know. Yeah, and most of it is not about caring for children. It's about stuff around leadership. It's it's around stuff about mm. like including stuff for multicultural days mm. and how do you create experiences for for kids to you know inspire them and all this sort of stuff. So it'll be quite interesting to see how we go about this because of course you've got the regular yes. sort of things of, and we were joking about this beforehand about changing nappies like. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> literally picturing that you know you got 13 babies that all need to be changed and you know <laughs> there's stuff flying everywhere and <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Tapper uh, you've got them sliding down <laughs> counters and you have to catch them at the end change the nappy very quickly and slide them back completely clean and you get judged and. On- Wash your hands in between each one and put new gloves on. Wash your hands in between each one. Uh, You need to know some of the rules, like you need to wipe front to back uh, to avoid infections in in certain places. Yeah, especially in your eye. Like, that's the worst. (laughs) Especially what? Your eye. Like, you you want to avoid infections in your eye. Also, the washing of hands. Um, (laughs) You know, you need the little pee shields for- Penis having children <laughs> to protect yourself. Yeah, all sorts of things. Yeah, so, so I mean, you know, we have that option of, of obviously, it's it's us. We're probably not going to go too seriously with it. But if we were to do it seriously, yeah, it would be interesting to, to tackle some of those sorts of uh, ideas around. Oh, you know what the best game mode would be in this? Ethics. Mm. Like, when you're having to go down the ethics of, you know- um, renegade or a kid a kid is a kid is like going around biting other kids do you mm. do you tell the parent of the kid who was bitten who bit him 
Yeah, or do like, you just is like, that ethical? Like, is that or actually- do you, Or do you choose the renegade option and punch a child? <laughs> uh, that gives you an automatic fail and- God damn it, Shepard. That's not what I meant when I clicked the renegade trigger. I was not expecting you to go that far. <laughs> you just punch a child and it does that um, black and white. Um, you died. <laughs> you die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> you were awake to find yourself in a child care, in a child care facility. <laughs> punch child. You that die, you look- die. That could be what we could do just multiple choice options. We go around. It's in VR, but we run it. It's like live. For, the, for those, for those who don't, for those who don't know what a- we're actually talking about, there's um, a comedian um, who does a show called The Dark Room. We saw yes, that at PAX, at PAX, and that's where the world destroyed. Darren came from, and that's where this whole you die and you wake to find yourself in a yeah. Well, well worth seeing if you have the chance. Uh, he's a whole heap of stuff on YouTube. Like oh is there okay yeah, yeah. I, I literally so watched it out. I, I watched Robotron one. in most places yeah I Robotron in most places uh, two Bs uh, not Robotron Robotron <laughs> <laughs> yes as we heard I was just gonna say and this is a bit of a tangent and this is almost a metaverse thing but I are there people out there doing like VR shows in front of VR audiences like that feels like that could be a thing hmm. I know that there was something on like big screen. Like the application yeah. big screen where uh, people did do like VR music concerts and that sort of stuff, and right. and they held events where they were playing like a movie to a group. And- Feels like for that sort of uh, audience work or comedy in particular, actually, like it could benefit from from that. If if it was going to happen, though, I guess it would have happened during the height of the pandemic and not. Now, now the sort of shows are, are back open, but the other, the only other thing I, I had around childcare was uh, thinking about like the spreading of germs and things. Uh, Ooh, you, li- you, you literally you have a black that light in. that you can turn on at, at any stage, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> just turn the black light onto the children, and they're just, they're just, <laughs> just light covered. up like a fucking gross Christmas tree. Yep, lit up like a Christmas like tree. Of Christmas tree. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. That's good though. Like, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what anyone who gets that uh, who actually does work on that comes up with. I you know, I assume it'll be approximately along the lines of what we've just done. You know, there's not really anything else, surely. Yeah, um, I mean, where you could take it in a funny way is you know the the point and click adventure that you it it just graphically does like it's it's just quizzes and you mm-hmm. get to choose between your options. And then it plays out. <laughs> like, look, it will almost certainly end up just being a multiple choice quiz, but in a VR headset. Uh, <laughs> knowing <laughs> the way these sorts of programs go, uh, but no, I kind of I like that idea of seeing it play out in front of you. It's like having yeah. to choose what to do in a certain situation, yeah. and then watching the chaos but, uh, but unfold. Y- you always wonder why do they just so that you can't just mash all the way through it. Like mm. it's all the obj- all the options change up all the time, and every single every single time one of the four options is punch a child. And right. if you and if you select if you that, you that, instantly you fail. Yes, you will. You will never be a childcare worker. Yeah, um, well, it's actually a thinking- black mark against you, and and it literally says you can, you can continue, but you will never you will never pass this. You try to mash your way through, like. It shows that you're not actually 
uh, ready to to take on this responsibility because <laughs> you couldn't even do a simple test. Th- this this was actually um, this is now being reported to the police, and um, by the time you take off your headset, you should expect to see police literally right in front of your face. The police will take off your headset because you will be in handcuffs. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Well, I, I was thinking though again if, if we're going if we're going funny with this. But yes, it's it's these multiple choices, and essentially, at the end, you have a, a count of how many kids you either lost or were killed. You know, through your negligence <laughs> by making the wrong choices, no, for taking too long in answering things, because for it turns out it's a time limit. It, no, it turns out that you were actually supposed to be looking after these kids while you were doing this. Like, <laughs> so it's not even as a result of the answers. It's just how long you took that all your kids wanted. You, you you didn't realize that you know uh, little Cindy was was moving, walking around with that fork, and she put it into the into the power socket. And that look, honestly, that's not that's not a bad idea of teaching the you know the multitasking that they'll have to do. You must do this test, but yes, in this VR world, in the background, there are children who you are also having to prevent from. You know, accidents and fights and asking for things. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you have to, you still have to get through this fucking test. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, we Let's are going move to move to our into our, yes, our usual, um, what's it called? Uh, click, click pitch. Just standard click pitch again. I've been enjoying yeah, standard click pitch. That's what it's pitch. set up for. I can change it any time, like I, I know you can, but you don't have to. If we yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't so have to pitch. change it to random phrase. I can leave it on random word plus. <laughs> so, click pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us, and on the clown, on the clown, on the clown. Oh my god, I'm scared of clowns. I've got chlorophobia or whatever. When the clown it is. jumps out and honks his horn, on the count of three, two, one, click. We will each get a new word. Count one, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. They'll all be Sesame Street themed tonight. Um, <laughs> Two. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, no, that, that's not the case. Uh, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe that will happen. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna take those words. We're going to read them out loud. And we're going to make a game design out of it. Okay. Now, the spiel is done. Let's go. Let's go. Three, two, one. Clicker. <laughs> Sock. Fuel. Sock fuel. Okay. Mm. What sort of socks need fuel? What? Like jet-powered socks of some sort? I'm actually kind of seeing that this is a sock puppet road trip adventure. Like, sock puppets going on a road trip. (laughs) But they have to, like, feed the humans that are- that these hands are inside because <laughs> they don't need any fuel, but um, but no, they're just socks. But no. yeah, they, people they, they, they the need back. they need to fuel their transport vehicles, and their transport vehicles just happen to be humans, right? But the only in this world, the only sentient life forms are sock uh, the Yes, yes, the essentially humans are animal like like they're parasites. They're parasites. Yeah, yeah, sort of. I think they're kind of like cattle in a way. Yeah. Um and but once a sock is put onto their hand, life is sparked into into both. Or at least well, yeah, I'm just think- thinking is this uh does a does a sock always like does a sock bond with that human for life? I think or so. Yeah. Can they okay. 
They're, they're just now experimenting with sock human transplants, but mm. they haven't had a successful one yet, as far as we, we know. You see a really gruesome thing where a sock gets taken off and there's, like, all the skin of the hand is- all of, It's like- It's like came with it. It's like, like being degloved. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the human's Literally. been degloved. Yeah. The sock's like, oh, yeah, kind of killed my human. And it, I'm not- I'm, right. Does the sock not die? I think the sock- it can't speak properly anymore because- Oh, like, of the, course, yes. The bonds it can just are look, It can just, like, look around and, mum- and mumble a bit. Yeah. So, it just <laughs> sounds like <laughs> cloth rubbing, you know, slowly along the ground. Okay. Um, so- Okay, well, okay. Right. I like the world we've set up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's these two- Do the humans- Sorry, do the humans walk around or are they on, like, all threes? Because one's the sock- but are they to put them sort of down low, or is it just humans walking? I, around I think I think they walk around. But if you remember the human being from Community, how it was wearing yeah. like that that grey, oh, like yeah. yeah, the bodysuit yeah. sort of thing. So effectively, humans don't have any like. It's just a, oh, so, but that's just their skin. Yeah, that's just their skin. But there's like a mouth, and it's kind. Why of, are we still calling these things humans? <laughs> because they're human beings, according <laughs> they're to humanoid. Humanoid. Yeah. They're they're. Somewhat blind, they're somewhat, um, they're, they just need fuel. Like, so yeah. you can. So, are the socks essentially controlling, like, the, does the human essentially become the limbs then of the sock? Pretty like, much. Can the, can the sock puppet then use the other arm to, to like pick it up? Stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. So, um, I then think that this is a heartwarming tale of, like maybe a father and his son going going off on this road trip together, uh, trying mm-hmm. to trying to bond. How do socks uh, do? Do socks take on the gender or the sexual characteristics of the human? No. Okay. No. So I think the, so. The just socks just have some sort of gender expression yes. that they choose. Yes. Okay. Or choose not to. And, and choose or not. Yeah. And and I know I reckon this could be a really poignant story. But with the nightmare fuel okay, but, but in the on background, the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, and I think that'll be a funny juxtaposition. Obviously, of we play it straight. It's this heartwarming story. We don't go into all this, you know, except for where it is relevant. We don't go into uh, how this world works. It's just this is the world. And I think that the human bodies, uh, if you actually look at their faces, it's just this big slit kind of, and their head kind of just, you know, uh, <laughs> can, can really open up really, really far back, like on a hinge, because it's like, it's so otherworldly that it's like- Just, because, just to make it Just weird. ignore it. Um, like- <laughs> where does the, and I know I keep sort of focusing on the mechanics of this, because when a human, like in our world, puts a sock on their hand, they speak with their mouth. They may or may not mm-hmm. vent- do, try, vent- you know, doing it without moving their lips as ventriloquism. But uh, is that the same? Are there the voices coming from the humans? The voice always sounds like it's coming from the sock. Okay. The spatial audio in the VR version basically says that the sound right. is coming from that. From that sock. Okay, so maybe somehow the sock, when it as it bonds, mm. develops vocal cords of some sort. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so to to reproduce <laughs> cotton factory, does, like yeah, is it? Are they just like factory? Are the socks then cr- 
like just sewing new socks and then just putting them on. Like it's kind of like uh, lassoing a horse or something. You you you, you lasso you lasso a free roaming human and and put and the then sock you on. shove a sock on its hand and yep. now there's a new being in the world. Yeah, pretty much it takes a you know maybe a week of like bonding. Yep, bonding time and it's, it's literal bonding. The- like yes. Yeah, it's for the sock fibers, the cotton fibers to to, 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 to really bury themselves really embed into, into it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So on to this heartwarming father son yes. story. <laughs> Not the nightmare fuel that's in the background. No, we we no. don't we don't mention that. Um, just this feels like a Jacob Janurka game. Um, kind of does. Has <clears throat> that vibe? So so there's this crab in a dungeon. No, no crabs. No crabs. <laughs> What's the relationship here between this? Like, are they estranged in some way, or like, is this a sort of the the young boys is is about to head up. off to he, about to head off to college, and this is like the you know one last road yeah. trip for the for the for the ages to go to. Yeah, know. well, I think it makes sense to kind of lean into the tropes of the actual story, given the complete madness that is going on in the world itself. So that makes sense. What I would like is every now and again, like you, you hear news reports about, like another sock was murdered and found detached from a human, blah blah blah, or mm. and just you're hearing all these sort of dark things going on that sound kind of normal you- until you realise that no, you learn more about the about the world and <laughs> yeah. kind of like the idea of you know the the father and son having a conversation of well. I know you're going to college and there's a time for experimenting and all this sort of stuff. You've just got to be very careful that, you know, you have used protection when when your humanoid touches another humanoid and <laughs> like we've got to be you gotta be very careful and you can go into a little bit more about the about the specifics because you're doing the birds and the bees sort of talk from a yeah. point of view of this weird and wacky world. Do you like the idea that it's around like if you get your humanoids too close, I mean, firstly, it it it, it does create an interesting thing with uh, sex and gender because I mean, I guess, I guess, really, it it it, it could be a a very interesting um, comment on tra- on transness and the ability and the complete separation of mm. sex and gender because you are who you feel like. You're, like, you're just the sock. You are wh- whatever you express as a sock. But it, when it does come to sex, there is the biology of it. And it's like, okay, well, if your human, you know, if, if one human has ovaries and the other human has testicles, then, you know, you, you need to be careful about yeah. pregnancy. <laughs> you really, <laughs> you really don't want to go there. It down like, to that level. Yeah. We don't, we don't need more humans in the world. We've got, we've got the factories for that. <laughs> Yeah, we've got farms. We've got farms for that. There are plenty of humans out in the fields. We don't. We don't need new ones. Really, don't. Um, <laughs> I love the idea also that, like, because you know how we like whatever it is, like sixty percent of corn production or something goes to feeding, you know, corn feed or whatever to to cattle and yep. stuff. I like the idea that that's still the case, but it's creating like. All the sugars and you know the, the fucking tortillas for for tacos or something. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's creating human food that the socks don't need to eat. But like so much of the production is just for the farms, the human farms. Um, oh, and and also you know the many truck stops along the way. <laughs> like, well, that's it. it. Yeah, 
I, I would I would just love for it all to be like Mexican food of tortillas and all this sort of stuff. Like it's the it's all corn based. Well, the like, thing is, the thing is, popcorn. That the socks can't <laughs> smell. They don't have noses. So yeah, it's all Mexican food. It's all beans and corn all the time. Nobody, only the humans know. The humans walk around. They, they wonder why the humans walk around wrinkling their noses up all the time. They think it's just they don't a have weird, noses. Like, They're just a big expression slit. thing. Like they've they've had all that well, removed. Okay. Like there's no uh, eyes or anything. They've like, been genetically engineered to that point. Yeah, perhaps it's kind of no. it's kind of like they they really got no autonomy. Like it's just they just need. Fuel. No, no, no. It would have been a it, yes. I know. But I was I was thinking it was a it was a you know lizard brain sort of reaction to the smells. But yeah. Um, so that, you you know what uh, is. Like if you if you actually pay attention to the background story, you find out that there's actually a rogue like a rogue group of humans that actually, you know, aren't aren't this genetic genetically oh, engineered. Okay. They're actual humans out they're, there. They're actual humans and they're they're the ones who are who are basically murdering these sock puppets. And these sock puppets right. may turn out to be aliens. Like they came to Earth, they they attach themselves and- I, well, I probably don't even need to go into it. No. I, I like it better if we don't explain it. Yeah. Because whatever's in, in your fact, brain- Even, ha- even like- having the humans out there might be too much. I feel like it, it works even better if it's just this sock world. Um, although I was thinking, do are there socks out there who are trying to- Who are- Trying to free themselves like, of humans. Yeah. Who, well, or, or they feel bad, like they're like vegetarian, like they feel bad for the humans. They think that they're in- <laughs> They're on corn husks. Pain or the- <laughs> They're on what? Corn husks. <laughs> they're just out in the field. Well, they've found- the yeah, scarecrows. They're scarecrows. They can't actually move. Well, they're on little vehicles or something that they've managed to, like, hook up. But they're very unhealthy because they can't bond properly with the, like, human bloodstream. And so, they're just, like, they've found substitutes. Yeah. Um, essentially soft vegans. Yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> That's- Fucked up. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> I don't know. That might be the most interesting world to be coming. Up in a while. <laughs> I kind of want. I, if I was a character designer, I'd be three D modeling that and putting it in a game. Well, you know what? Three, two, one, click. And I thought we were very brave to come up with a world like that. Well, it's a shame we were only visiting, Ooh. and now we need to move on to a new game. Brave and visiting. Hmm. That was fun doing it that way. <laughs> Why we haven't done that before? I don't know. Because half the time our words don't just fit into sentences that well. <laughs> so you're a sock puppet visiting your <laughs> grandparents. Which is very brave of you because they're because you're a vegan sock puppet and you're coming in on your little scooter machine. Okay. Is this Disney's Ooh. brave? What why I'm I'm sort of Seeing this, you're a young kid visiting your um your parent in a scary place, which is either like a jail or something like that, and it's sort of like okay. what could actually happen in in a child's mind of how like scary a place like this could actually be. Maybe if we can think of something that's, I just don't want to go like super dark with it, and I'm trying to think of a way, a reason that a parent would be, or a child would be visiting, maybe just in hospital or something. Okay, yeah, hospital. Or like in a hospital, like in a hospice, or like they're long term. They've been in hospital for a while. Or yeah. Something. 
Because I just but, I didn't want to put something yeah. on the parent for them having, like, if it was prison or rehab or whatever, then, like, then we have to go with the, the parent has done something to be there. Yes. I get that. Okay. So, sort of uh, creating a, a imaginary, scary imaginary world around this I mean, place. literally every single person is, because you, you, you're so small, the scale of this, of this world is, they're towering above you, people in white coats and, you know- their face- you do it in VR so you get that scale. Oh, yeah. Their faces could almost be, you know, obscured by masks and all this sort of stuff because- Oh, yeah. You know, we just yeah, went through a pandemic. they're wearing, like, masks or you just can't see their- Like, they're always turned away from you or something. And you can That'd have- an interesting animation challenge, actually, to- If you're looking at, like, wherever they are going past you or if you turn around, like, you know, they're, they're never- You never actually can see their faces quite. That's cool. It is. And there's just something about- you know, a hospital can be so such a sterile environment that it's oh yeah, and the sounds and stuff like you're hearing the beeping of machines in different rooms. You're hearing sort of the 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 vague moans of people in pain. You're hearing codes all the time, like people, yeah, doctors being called to offices and all this sort of stuff. And just I'm 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 seeing you you get pulled into this hospital and you see. You know, a really, really tall man who's, um, you know, sort of throwing up or something like that after the after the site because he's really not well. You just gone through the emergency room, or you can have all these creepy people that are, that are like, no, you're here. You visit about it. They're just they they've got their own lives yeah. happening and they're sick and they're whatever. But to a child, but to a child, like as scary as anything. Like, and yeah, people's faces could be distorted. And, well, and I'm almost seeing this as. Just sort of a very, you know, narrative-based, almost walking simulator sort of simulator sort of thing where, yeah, you go through this scary place and you have to like find your way there. You can get lost when at you get certain to your point, parents, like-, like when you get to the room that your parent is in, like all of a sudden it feels warm and in- and inviting to a you know to at least that that time because yeah. they're in bed, they're smiling, they're having a good day. You get to like talk to them and um, be close to them. The doctor asks you to leave the room and, you know, at one point you hear a noise and you have to go back in. And that's where it's no longer got that warm light, but it's like you, you, you sort of see. Yeah, I your- think something happens that shifts that, whether it's like you come back on a different day or you notice as you come back subsequent days, like that it's getting like less and less warm and saturated and more like the rest of the hospitals. Sort of yeah. Thing kind of morbid and all that sort of stuff. I I kind of like the idea of taking this to a real horror place of, you know, body horror mm. sort of stuff because what could be running through a kid's mind is, mm. you know. Well, yeah, I, I like the idea of, of them overhearing things that are actual things that doctors might say, but then just getting them twisted mm. um, of what that actually means and then, like, seeing that seeing in quotes but like yeah you know that, that we express that through the game and you could you could do certain parts as dream sequences you could do certain parts as you know well yeah i almost feel like this whole thing is very dreamlike yeah um and metaphorical it's real obviously. soft on the outside edges like when you're looking up as long as that you could almost VR, but yeah. you could almost have like fog up above, like you're not quite seeing the the people yeah. who are standing above you's faces because it's too far out. 
Yeah, I do like that feeling of just they're these giants walking through this space, all the adults in this area that are, are like unknowable beings that you're just overhearing snippets of their conversation and certain words that scare you and give you these ideas. Again, uh, if you if you chose a um you know, uh, a non-gender specific name, like a a Riley or something like that. Like it yeah. would be very easy to to you know have you have you in that bot have any person in the body of a of like a four four year old or something like that. Oh yeah, can, oh, yeah, for sure. Just, you could make it uh, accessible to everyone. There's something um, about scale that I just love. Like if if you're a you know quite tall individual like you and I are, like you're you're a good you know three four inches taller than I am, but. Or three and a half, I'd say. Yeah. But it's like, if you're a tall individual and then all of a sudden you're, you know- Oh, yeah. Scale, in, in particularly in VR, is, is very interesting. It's really the only place you can effectively get that kind of- uh, That sort of perspective, literally. Yeah. And having to look up and you're almost looking vertically up to, to see, you know, these heads- out of yeah. out of reach, like if you're, yeah. and I think you'd stylize it a bit as well. I think you, and this would be something you'd play with in the art direction, but you'd have the humans kind of be probably even taller proportionally, the adults mm. being even taller proportionally than they actually are in real life. So that just it even heightens that idea of just these tall figures going through, going past that you can't, that you're not in their world. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do like that idea of kind of like even the the fog, the, the haze, or the <laughs> the distance of how which far is going back to something I read ages ago that actually says that you know young kids they they can see to a certain extent and then they you know their eyes don't don't mm. adjust the way that they they do later on in in life. Well, and then you could have some interesting uh, moments then as well when a doctor or something does like kneel down and come down to your level. Um, and it just feels and it's, like it's a huge it's mask like this on their face, huge and- face that, yeah, you can't see the mouth. You can't see whether they're smiling. Oh, or I'm not. picturing that they pull down the mask and it's this huge smiling face. And it's like, then you, then you <laughs> oh, get woken God. up. Like it's like that was your dream and you just. You're continuously not knowing whether whether it's dream or reality what you're experiencing, and it's that sort of yeah. That's cool. That is really. All right. really- Should we do one more quick one so we don't end on that morbid note? Oh, come on, morbid <laughs> notes are good. Okay, one Let's more. Be real quick. Chemist understanding. Okay, so I mean, I'm pe- I'm definitely thinking just some sort of like mixing potions, mixing vials together. Mm-hmm. Um. Different ingredients. So, like a, some sort of puzzle situation. Yeah. So, <laughs> I remember a Sierra game, Freddy Farkas, Frontier Pharmacist, that- It's our lows, other series. Yes. Well, other game. <laughs> like, uh, there wasn't a series. There was a sequel, there, wasn't it? No, there wasn't. I thought there were two. No, just the one. Okay. Anyway. But, yeah, the the idea of taking taking a chemist to a different- Time or something, different time period or different genre, like could yeah. could be could be quite nice. What would yeah, it, what would a romance that. story or or a gothic tale with a chemist that could be kind of fun? Ooh, I like the sort of gothic um, with leeches and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not great on like gothic media, um, but I definitely like. I mean, I just this isn't quite the right tone, but like. Obviously, Adam's family is like yeah. a classic kind of gothic American style, gothic, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I, I could I could just imagine a comedy sort of set in this pharmacist thing where yeah. you're giving out like prescriptions that nowadays you the- just you wouldn't like. It's like, oh, take this leech and put it under your tongue. Like, <laughs> that'll, right? That'll suck yeah. out the. It's like people coming in. You're just telling them to like drain the blood to let the vapors out or whatever. Yeah, like the four humors or whatever it is. The humors balance your humors. Yeah, but but then in a game, I think you'd obviously you'd have to give it some realistic kind of balance then, which could be interesting. So like, yeah, leeches in certain places do actually like lower their bile level or whatever it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And but it's, so there's sort of some, it's that some sort of thing of you can you can take it as if you know your your character is just doing what what they've been taught and yeah. you know. Trying, trying to make sure that the, the town is all, you know, as healthy as they can be. Mm. And having, like, a mystery illness go through the town, like. Ooh, okay. Well, and then I, I like the idea of having romance in there as well, like, that you've got someone or multiple someones who who are coming in for, for treatment ooh, and then you. Ooh. A few of the people that you've treated have died of severe blood loss. Okay. Just because yes. they had two little pricks on their neck. <laughs> but I, I just like the idea that everyone's coming back to you've been putting le- leeches out there. Mm. Have you been? Have you been giving the wrong dosage and all this sort of stuff? And they're they're pointing at you and not the new family that moved in. That you know they don't go out at night. Uh, they they only go out at night. And and then the new family <laughs> comes in and and is like, whenever I eat garlic, it gives me a real tummy ache and. My teeth have been really that. hurting lately, especially these these incisors of mine. I, just I, I keep on biting on. my cheek. <laughs> Tastes good though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, are my iron levels too high? <laughs> there's just something about like taking that sort of thing and taking I don't know yeah. leeches, which is you know bloodletting I mean, and all that sort of stuff. It feels like it feels like a visual novel sort of style dating dating romance game with. Uh, yeah, but with sort of the, the over, overarching mechanics of, uh, of prescribing these different things. Yeah. And, now, yeah, I, I think, kind of- I think the, the girl that you're sort of falling in love with is actually, you know, like the niece of the new family that's moved in and she's like. Is it a sort of, is she, isn't she? Of, yeah, of, but of I think vampire? you see her during the day. So she's like their, um, mm. she's like their, uh, what's it called? She's their day walker. She's yeah. their proxy out in the world. Yeah. But yep. it's like, um, you know, she's, I'm trying to think of what, what they call it in what we do in the shadows. Like, oh, familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, she's yeah. their familiar and, you know, she's, she's out there trying to do the best for them. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wants to become no, like a vampire that. one day. That's the cool thing is you don't even have to name it because people will just. Oh, well, like, of course. It'll be in their, it'll be in their brain. One of the easiest sort of like, things in the world to like <laughs> allude to. Yeah. yeah um, that's cool. That's it. That was yeah, a fun one to win. That's it. So I think we'll, yeah, we'll leave it there. If you would like to find our previous episodes online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Shoot us a review. Let us know what you thought. Also, if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each of our episodes, except for the first couple, that song is called Mantifiers off the album Containment Failure by the band Crew Dust. You can find it online. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm Socky. Ben is just my vehicle. Do you like how I'm putting the sock up to the microphone as if that 
is what's important. But that's where that's where the audio is coming from. 